Are you an EMDR therapist and parent who wants to make more money, have more time with your family, and get better results with your clients? Welcome to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR consultant, business coach, and mom of three kids under seven. I realized that the grind of weekly sessions was taking a massive toll on my ability to be the kind of parent and therapist I wanted to be. So I dove headfirst into learning about intensives. I read all the books and articles and did all the trainings. Now I've transformed my schedule, my income, and my clinical outcomes by offering intensive EMDR in my practice. I want to teach you how to do this too, so you can build a practice you love and spend more quality time with your family. Let's create the future template for your life as a parent and as a therapist. Hey there, and welcome to episode six of the Future Template Parent Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. And again, thank you for listening. If you've been listening up till here, thank you so much. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR consultant and mom of three daughters. Today, as we continue our journey to learning more about intensives, I'm going to be talking about referral sources and how to use them to get more EMDR intensives referrals into your practice. We all know how important personal and professional referrals are to building our practice and our credibility. You've already established that credibility and client base as a traditional hourly and weekly EMDR therapist. So how can you leverage what's already working with your referral sources and what might be some ideal intensive referral sources that maybe you haven't considered? So let's talk about it. An EMDR intensives training that I did talked about referral sources as hot, warm, and cold. And your number one referral source, your hot leads for intensive clients is your current hourly EMDR clients. They know you, they like you, and they trust you. They've already had good experiences with EMDR and they've seen that it's effective and it's efficient. And now you have this great new service to offer them. So right now I want you to think of like, I don't know, three clients, the ones that are a perfect fit for you, the ones who, when you see them on your schedule, you feel excited. You're like, I know what we want to focus on. Our treatment plan is like moving along. It's clear. It makes sense. You know that the work is really meaningful and effective for them. Ideally, these are some clients who've responded really well to EMDR. Maybe you've got a couple of 07 clears in your pocket in your work with them. So you don't have to sell them on EMDR as a modality. All you have to do is give them a rundown of why an intensive is more effective than their hourly sessions. And the reason I said think of three clients is because these will be the ones that it feels the most natural to talk to. And I would love it if you could kind of like set a goal for yourself to have this conversation with these three clients. I don't know, over the next few weeks and see how it goes. And maybe you offer just to work with them intensively at first, not full-blown intensive. I talked about that more in episode two, so go back if you want to hear more about working intensively. But in essence, it's just a longer session, two hours, three hours, and it'll get you some practice and it'll give them a sense of what the experience is like. You'll maybe gain some confidence with the intensive model in case you have some worries about it's going to feel so long, I'm going to get tired, you know, this is a nice way to kind of practice. And how to get them to buy in, you can definitely give them like the Disney fast pass pitch, right? Like this is the Disney fast pass of therapy, twice as effective in, you know, half the time or whatever. And you might want to even think about telling them, because this will help you stay consistent and honest about your own goals, in terms of implementing intensives, that after X date, you will only be working intensively. 
And remember, you're only telling three clients this, so you're not saying that about your entire practice. You certainly can, but you know, talking with these people with whom you feel really comfortable will maybe help you feel, you know, more comfortable with talking about uh, the idea of intensives with your current clients. And with this like scheduling after X date thing, maybe you'll only be scheduling clients in three hour blocks from that point on. Maybe you'll say that again, we're only talking to three people here. So it's not like you have to do this for all of your clients. This is something that you're practicing with these people, the ones that you think will be, you know, really into this idea. We'll talk more about structuring your calendar in the next episode. But you know, that was just a couple ideas for how to kind of get your feet wet with this idea of like, I want to move into this, I want to have some commitment to this. So I have some current clients who now come to me like every three to four weeks for two to four hours instead of weekly for 50 minutes, for example. And those were kind of the people that I said, let's try this new thing, see how it goes. So you can also pitch um, to your hot leads like a full-on intensive, like a longer stretch of time. Like you could say to them, hey, you know that stuck point that we're making some progress on, but it's like a, it's a little sticky, it's taking a really long time, maybe we should try you know, a couple of days of intensives and see if we can shift it once and for all a couple of four to six hour days, you can still offer that full intensive experience to a current client. I had a current client book a three day intensive with me and now comes like to me maybe like once every six weeks or even less. So what are some fears that might come up for you around pitching uh, intensives to current clients? Certainly, it's expensive, it's more expensive than coming every hour, you know, paying for an hour every week. And, you know, if your clients submit uh, for insurance reimbursement for their sessions, they are going to have a harder time getting that full stretch of time reimbursed by the insurance company. They might just get a reimbursement for the first hour. Um, but I encourage you to remember that you're not trying to sell this. This is not a sleazy, you know, upsell. You're offering an option that some people will be interested in and some people will not. And that's fine. But you're doing your clients a disservice by not offering this, by not telling them about intensives. And remember, the research on intensives backs you up that they're very, very effective. If you don't know what I mean, go back and listen to episode four, um, where I talked about what content about intensives should be on your website, because I talk a little bit about the research on intensive there. Uh, Hint, sneak peek, they're very effective. So go back and listen to that for some more info on the research. So those are your hot leads. Who are your warm leads? These are your favorite therapist referral buddies. The therapists who know you and trust you, to whom you have referred and who refer to you. They can be EMDR therapists or non-EMDR therapists. These are really great people that you can say, you know, you can sort of pitch your services as a support to their work. You're not poaching their clients. You're offering an additional service that may help their clients move past a stuck point and then get back to their regular therapy and move forward more quickly. Um, this has worked really well for me, actually. I've had several referrals come to me this way. My, my therapist friends are always excited to hear about this. They're not, they don't feel like it's a, we're competing with each other. Because, you know, it's up to them whether they want to tell anybody about it or not. But for some people, they're like, oh my gosh, that would be so great. You know, I have a couple people in mind. So it's, you know, that really is a great thing that's worth considering. And you're, you're doing them a service. You're saying, you know, I'm going to help you out by that client you're really stuck with, like, I can help them move forward a little bit, send them back to you. I also recommend connecting with other EMDR therapists who are doing intensives like in your general area. They will likely have their own specialties and their own niches and their own approaches. And intensive therapists can fill quickly and be booked out for weeks because it's a long chunk of time that they 
book at once. And, you know, so they might have a long waiting list, and they'll be interested in talking to you. And they might not work with some of the, you know, have specialty areas that align with yours. So you'd be even, you know, more valuable as a resource, a resource for referrals. Plus, it's a great informal peer consultation network. Doing intensives is different than weekly EMDR. So it's great to connect with others who are doing them and everyone does them differently. So you can learn a lot about how people are working, get some new ideas. So it's like a really helpful professional resource in addition to a long-term supportive referral source. And of course, there's also other providers and professionals, not therapists, who know you and trust you, who would be open to hearing about this and who might have good people to pass on to you. You know, your doctor, your pediatrician, your OBGYN, your acupuncturist, your massage therapist, the director of your child's preschool, people who already like and trust you in like another context will be are interested. I have found that people are interested in hearing about this. If you're in a religious community, you know, all sorts of things. Of course, you want to be very mindful of any potential dual relationships, but you already know that. I don't have to tell you that. But like, no like and trust. Anyone who knows you, likes you, and trusts you is going to be much more likely to give your name to someone, to talk to somebody about the service you offer. And another warm lead are the people who become your intensive clients, whether your current clients, you know, because current clients are a great referral source, right? They tell your, their friends about you. Intensive clients often have such a good experience that in the middle of the intensive, in the intensive, they'll be like, I got to tell my mom about this. Or, you know, my friend would do, would have such a great experience. Their coworker, of course, again, you're going to be careful about dual relationships. You don't want to have a conflict of interest with any client, even if they're no longer, you know, even if they did an intensive with you and then they're gone. Obviously, you need to be mindful of that. But that's another reason to be connected to the other EMDR intensive therapists in your area. Great referral source for that. And then finally, your cold leads. These are other providers with whom you don't have a solid or even any relationship, but whose clients might really benefit from an intensive. So that could be therapists that you don't know, right, but maybe are on your professional listserv, or, you know, maybe there's some email list that your graduate school has for graduates. Um, Or it could be people who are not therapists, but, you know, professionals who work with populations who might really benefit from an intensive. So for me, because I work with a lot with the perinatal and postpartum population, I've contacted OBGYNs, I've contacted birth centers, I've contacted pediatricians. And ideally, when you make the contact, if it's a phone call or an email or whatever, it's really great to talk about how the intensives will specifically benefit both their clients and the providers themselves. So, you know, if you're trying to sell it as you're doing them a favor, <laughs> that this is going to help them in their practice, right? For example, when I reached out to a local birth center, I talked about how to like, you know, how the nurse practitioners and midwives who work there may be experiencing the stress stress of working with pregnant people with trauma histories who are very anxious about giving birth. You know, that could add a lot of stress in the pregnancy, that could add a lot of stress to the work that the uh, clinicians are doing. It can also make the birth more stressful. Um, working in an intensive context with those clients could benefit the practitioners enormously. The clients could have a much less stressful pregnancy and birth, which would benefit the providers. Um, and also an intensive model is great. You know, pregnancy is a nine months, right? So you could get a bunch done in the intensive format in a short time. And 
In case you're wondering about pregnancy and EMDR, the research says there's absolutely no reason that it's contraindicated. So for anyone who's told you that, it's not true. <laughs> so, and an intensive is not going to be any more difficult. I mean, of course, you're going to work, you're going to be attuned to the person in front of you, you're going to be sensitive, you're obviously going to be checking in with their window of tolerance, but I have worked with pregnant people and I have had no problems. I mean, of course, that's anecdotal, but there's no research to support that pregnancy and EMDR are contraindicated. Another thing about, um, you know, talking to the practitioners about how this benefits the clients and themselves, you might also get referrals for the practitioners themselves. Um, You know, I've had midwives say this work is so stressful. They've been traumatized by births that they've experienced. You know, they might be a good candidate for an intensive. You're just spreading the word about this. You're not being sleazy and salesy. You're saying, this is something that I offer. You're not pressuring anyone to do it. You're just telling them about it. I'll say that, you know, cold leads are called colds because they're the hardest to mobilize. They don't have a relationship with you. They don't know, like, and trust you yet. If there's an intermediate person who can make the introduction, like, connect you, that's better. That's great. Um, if not, it's still worth reaching out. Just know that your hit rate's likely going to be a lot lower than your hot and warm leads, but it won't be zero, especially if you reach out a few times, not like every day for two weeks, but you know, you want to stay top of mind over the course of a few months, maybe follow up every six months, who knows. I have gotten a couple of referrals with cold leads, so it's not a total dead end. But you know, your hot and warm connections might be enough and you don't even need your cold leads really up to you. You know, you can start with your hot leads, see how it goes. And then, you know, a couple of warm leads and see what happens if you, it's really up to you. But those are kind of the three categories of potential referral sources for intensives. So just to review, who are these hot, warm, and cold leads? Hot leads are current clients. Warm are your therapist buddies and current referral sources in addition to any other helping type professionals that you connect with regularly, you know, it could be your hairdresser, your acupuncturist, whatever. And cold leads are people who work with your ideal clients, but with whom you don't have a relationship necessarily. We talked a bit about why each of those leads can be great referral sources for intensive clients and kind of how to talk to them about intensives. So thank you for listening this week. Um, my next episode is going to talk a little bit about how I structure my intensives and what my practice schedule looks like. And, you know, just to give you a sense of how this can be done, but there's many, many ways to add intensives to your practice. So uh, if you're interested in working with me more than just listening to me talk on this podcast, I offer a coaching package that will get you up and running with intensives in a single day. You'll get all of my knowledge that I have accumulated from all my reading and trainings and personal experience with intensives. I have a whole bunch of templates and worksheets and tools for you. And you'll make back your investment on your first intensive. When you book your first intensive, you will have paid back what you invested in working with me. Another incentive, if you're still working towards certification, you can count some of these hours towards your consultation requirements. And if you're just looking for general consultation for certification, I also offer that as well. You know, if you just want, just, you know, you don't necessarily want to book the whole day, but you want to do consultation for certification, I do that. Check out my website, www.futuretemplateparent.com for more details on how to work with me. Excited to have you join me for the next episode when I will be covering how I structure intensives and how I try, although I'm not perfect at it, to structure my calendar and my schedule as a therapist who offers mostly intensives. And I hope you'll join me then. Thanks so much for, for listening. Talk to you soon. 
Thank you for listening to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I hope you've learned something that can help you move from feeling overwhelmed to energized about your practice and your personal life. You don't have to choose one over the other. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And please share it with another EMDR therapist who would benefit from hearing this episode. Each review helps us get the message out about how offering EMDR intensives can liberate your practice. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app so you don't miss a single episode. See you next week. Thank you.